Fat Girl Podcast, we review C-reactive protein levels and whether or not they can be useful in managing your canine parvovirus cases. What kind of prognosis do you give your patients with parvoviral enteritis? What do you base it on? You might know a little bit about C-reactive protein, or what we'll call CRP from now on, which is an acute phase protein that's released from the liver when stimulated by pro-inflammatory cytokines. CRP levels are correlated with inflammation and disease progression and have been investigated in a number of human and veterinary diseases and conditions, including severe sepsis, pancreatitis, neoplasia, and leptospirosis. In a previous study looking at CRP levels in dogs with parvovirus, CRP concentrations at presentation was higher in non-survivors than survivors. While parvovirus has been recognized in dogs for over 40 years, it can still be difficult to treat, with no specific therapy showing a proven benefit. Mainstays of therapy still include aggressive supportive care, IV fluid therapy, antimicrobial treatment, and early enteral nutrition. Without treatment, mortality is high, greater than 90% in some studies, and even with aggressive treatment, we still lose some patients, ranging from 4 to 48%, depending on the reference. That said, a more recent study by Sullivan and all at a Colorado State University has found a much better prognosis, greater than 80%, even with outpatient therapy. An accurate prognostic test would be useful to help us predict outcome and give owners more information about moving forward with treatment of their pets. Based on that goal, McLaurinol from University of Pretoria and University of Copenhagen performed a prospective study called Evaluation of the Use of Serum C-Reactive Protein Concentration to Predict Outcome in Puppies Infected with Canine Parvovirus. In this study, they looked at CRP concentrations in puppies with parvoviral enteritis over the course of their hospitalization. They included 79 puppies in the study, 80% survived, while 20%, 16 out of 79 dogs, died. They measured CRP values at presentation every 10 to 12 hours for the first 48 hours, and then every 24 hours until discharge or death. Mean CRP concentrations at admission, 12 and 24 hours, were significantly higher in non-survivors compared to survivors. Higher CRP concentrations at these time points were associated with increased odds of death. Overall, higher CRP concentrations were also associated with shorter survival times. In this study, the duration of hospitalization was associated with CRP concentrations from 12 to 36 hours. Using ROC curve analysis, CRP concentration was most predictive of survival at 24 hours, with a cutoff of 97.3 mg per liter. In this study, puppies with higher CRP concentrations, a twofold difference, at 12 and 24 hours after admission had shorter survival times compared to puppies with lower CRP concentrations. Of the puppies that survived, those with higher CRP concentrations had longer lengths of hospitalization. The ROC cutoff valve was moderately accurate with a sensitivity of 86.7% and specificity of 78.7% to predict death. So, what can we take away from this Vet Girl podcast? While C-reactive protein concentrations were associated with outcome in these puppies with parvovirus, they were not very good predictors of outcome. That said, this study did a nice job of evaluating CRP concentrations over the course of hospitalization 
although results likely had some inherent variation since they were presented at different times in the course of their illness. Overall, this study suggests CRP concentrations are associated with outcome, but the predictive value was not very high, and the ideal time for measurement after 24 hours of hospitalization may not be the most helpful for owners making decisions based on finances. In the future, the use of CRP measurements combined with additional information may become more valuable for our parvovirus puppies.